Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone. Hope you guys are doing all right again. I'm your boy, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports Talk. And today we got another episode of NFL Wake Up again. Good morning. It's Sunday. One of the best days uh, of the week, depending on how you look on it. Uh, Right now, it's not NFL season currently, so not much to look forward to. But hey, you still got me. I know it's early. Get your coffee, get your orange juice, whatever you're doing this morning. Pull up, listen, watch, whatever you're at. Uh, thanks for everyone that's been watching on YouTube and subscribing. TikTok's been going crazy. I'm up at least, what, 58 subs on that and uh, another 34 subscriptions on YouTube. So thank you, everybody. We appreciate you guys, uh, your support. Um, as you can see here, too, we got some Clutch merch cl- merch right here. You know, go get your sweatshirt. I know it's summer's rolling around here or spring, uh, depending on where you live in the country. Um, it might be hot. It might be cold. Make sure you head over to my uh, link tree or my... Um, on my bio in my Instagram or my TikTok, make sure you get the link to where you can get all things clutch related. Um, so good morning. We got some people already. We got CJ Smooth. Good. He said, let's go, bro. Hey, uh, shout out to him, man. Um, he he's starting a new a new a new show, a new podcast called Kicks and Sticks. Make sure you look it up on YouTube, man. It's it's gonna be good. It's basically gonna be featured around uh sneakers if you're a sneakerhead and people that play video games. So hence the word, hence the name, kicks. And sticks. So he just had a couple posts this week with some pretty good drops. Uh, he had the Spider Verse Jordans that came out, and I believe the Jordan Fours Lightning Edge. I, I don't know. I'm not a sneakerhead, so I don't know. But make sure you, you head over to his page and check it out. Uh, shout out to him, Patrick Brown. Also another content creator, man. Make sure you check out his page, the, the Lakers Forum, and he also has Chaotic Sports. Good morning to him, who is also on the Grid Network. And of course, my audio isn't on. I always struggle with that. I don't know what it is with Streamyards, um, but you always, you guys always miss my opening monologue because the mute button's on somehow. All right, and he says audio is good now, so good to go. That's all that matters. And my boy P uh, P two four K Studio. One of the best videographers in the Valley of Vegas. Um, if you need him, uh, make sure you head over to his Instagram, his TikTok. Um, he, he's going up. He's a busy man. So glad to see him up early uh, this Sunday morning. So shout out to you guys, man. Um, and again, if you guys want to check me out, let me get him out of here real quick. Uh, those are all my social media platforms down below. Make sure you head on over there, man. We got uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube. And head over to the Grid Network to check out those other amazing, amazing, amazing content creators that we have there. So we got it. We got it all, man. So it's good to be here uh, this Sunday morning. All right. So we're here. Um, you know, the draft just concluded last week. Um, and I was thinking, well, 
you know, it'd be kind of interesting. I don't know. I know. I know. It's way too early. I mean, we, we just hit May. I know the schedules hadn't even dropped yet. I believe the schedules are dropping on uh, <clears throat> what May 11th, I think, if I'm not mistaken. At least that's when it was reported. But either way, I said, you know, it'd be fun to do a little quick top 10, not the whole NFL, right? Because honestly, outside the top 10, who cares really at this point? Maybe, maybe later on down the line, I'll maybe do a large one. But first things first, let's get straight into it. Here are my way too early team power rankings, right? Um, and and well, I'm going to go each by line by line, rank by rank. We'll, we'll start. We'll start. We'll start at number one uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. No brainer there. All right, defending Super Bowl champs. They got Patrick Mahomes. That's all you need. That's all you need. So uh, you still got Andy Reid. Um, you know, they didn't really, they didn't have to do a lot in the draft. You know, they lost an edge rusher. They drafted one. We'll see how that works out for him, uh, for them actually. Uh, but overall, they're still the Kings of the AFC because why they have the best combination in coach and quarterback, which is Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes. Now, Eric Bieniemy is gone. Uh, now he, he is the offensive coordinator for the Washington commanders. And now he will be a true offensive coordinator, unlike where he was at in, uh, in Kansas City. But still, no brainer for me. They're, they're the number one team. I mean, they're the defending champs. I got to put some respect on their name. Um, and they're going to be right in the middle of it all uh, as the season you know, starts back up. All right, second team. Might be a surprise to a lot of people. The Cincinnati Bengals, you know, um, you know, I have my reasons. I think Joe Burrow is probably the second best quarterback, uh, best quarterback in the National Football League. Right. <laughs> He's went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes in AFC Conference Championship games, throw for throw. Um, you know, he's he's a talent. And this team now, I know they've lost some 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 guys on the defense. I know Jesse Bates flew down south to join the Atlanta uh, Falcons. Um, but I think the Bengals did a good job in addressing some of their needs in the draft. Um, and still, you still have Joe Burrow. You still have Jamar Chase and you still have a formidable running running game. And Joe Mixon, you know, they're, they're, they're still trying to improve. Um the offensive line. So that's going to be a work in progress. We'll, they'll get some guys back from injury. Um, but Joe Burrow and the Bengals are, are well coached. You know, I was, I had my, I had my suspicions on Zach Taylor, but he turned it around uh, and he's got his guy and Joe Burrow props to him. I mean, he went into that situation as a young rookie to a dysfunctional team. I mean, the Bengals had been not relevant at all, really. You know, Marvin Lewis was there for for quite some time. Only got what, what one playoff win or some crazy like that. I don't even remember. And then now you're you're you know a couple years into Joe Burrow's career. What this is his third year, or I think it is right third or fourth right now. He's going into his fourth, if I'm not mistaken. You played in the Super Bowl. You've played in two AFC Conference Championship games. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And the ceiling is only gonna it's 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 it's, it's getting higher. So <laughs> Bengals are the number two team in in my in my guesstimation because they still have a lot of their core pieces intact now a lot of people are going to wonder well why didn't you have the eagles because they were just in the super bowl look i like the eagles um i think in this offseason they've lost they've lost a lot especially on the defensive side i know they went ahead and tried to address those issues which i've, I've given them their, their, their love on social media right they drafted a lot of great guys okay now we we have to see how they'll turn out but on paper right now you know they, they're still one of the best teams in the national football league and they can easily be flip-flop with the Bengals. Um, but the reason why I put them in at three, a couple of reasons. Number one, um, they had a lot of turnover, whether it was coaching staff or some of the players, right? Most of their defense has been gone. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of their 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 key stakeholders on the back end are gone. Gardner Johnson is gone, Epps gone to the Raiders. Um, you lose Hargraves to the 49ers. Those are those are some key cog pieces that they needed on that defense. A defense that was, you know, ranked and ranked as one of the highest defenses last year. Obviously, they ran into a buzzsaw. A la Patrick Mahomes, and the rest is history. 
but still a formidable team, a very formidable defense. Um, and then you lose your, your defensive coordinator and your offensive coordinator all in the one what month or a couple days. Um, offense is going to be fine. Offense is going to be fine. Jalen Hurts got his, his money. That's kind of a concern for me, just a little bit. Not, I'm not mad that he got paid, but when you start, when you, when those guys get paid, quarterbacks, they start to change a little bit. I'm not saying he's going to be a prick or anything like that, but their psyche will probably change because now he's going to be like, I got to make these throws. I got to live to the contract. Hopefully, that doesn't happen to him. Um, as as it painfully as it me for you to say that I I want to see Jalen Hurts succeed, I kind of do because I don't really I don't want to hate on anybody. Obviously, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, but you know. If it were, if he, if it does, if it does pan out that they suck, well, I ain't gonna be mad either, right? Because I'm a Cowboys fan and I, I, I hate the Eagles, but you know, I don't want to see him kind of spiral down uh, per se, um, just because I just don't want to wish that on anybody. <laughs> uh, but I'm already getting comments on that. Let's see here. Um, all right, Patrick, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that in just a second. He says, uh, Dolphins at six is a reach, and 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 I'll explain. I'll explain that in just a second here. Let, let me let me get through that, brother. All right. All right, but anyway, Eagles at number three, they're still a solid team. One of the top teams, if not the top team in the NFC, hands down, okay? <clears throat> Fourth, I got the San Francisco 49ers. They were probably wondering, well, well why you got them? Their defense is going to be solid. That defense has always been good. They've always been able to carry the quarterbacks, whoever the quarterback is. Now, Brock Purdy going to be still coming off injury. Got Trey Lance. They did sign Sam Darnold, which I think might be a good fit for him um, there with, with Kyle Shanahan. They just need someone not to screw it up. And I think Sam Darnold could do that. I think Sam Darnold can definitely do that. Um, again, they're in a division that's winnable. Obviously, Seattle's making their moves. The Rams might be a maybe a one more year or two trying to get back into contention, but they still got some missing pieces on their defensive side. But the, the, the Niners, I feel like, are are the kings of the A. Or well, I wouldn't say the kings, but they're definitely a perennial powerhouse in the NFC West. And I, and I like them. And, and what it boils down to for me, um, well, l- let me let me list you guys part of what my criteria is when I think about these teams overall. OK, and some of it may make sense. And some of you and some of you may say, well, that doesn't make sense. Number one, I look at the organization. Right. Is it an, is it a stable organization? OK, um, because you can't have a lot of craziness going on for the most part. And that and that's just part of the criteria. It's not it's again, this is all weighted. Right. Because right, some of you oh, well, you got this team on there. Relax. Trust me. OK. Uh, the other thing I look at their quarterback play, right? Doesn't need they don't have to have a superstar under center, right? You, you can still win a lot of games in the football national football league without having a superstar. But are there questions? Are there major concerns about that? And yes or no. And some of these teams do have that. And the Niners come to mind and the Dolphins, which I'll talk about there in just a second. <clears throat> and number three, their defenses. How good are their defenses? Right. And so far, the the fourth, four teams that I've gone through have top 10 defenses arguably well maybe the Bengals maybe not but they they have a bend but don't break type of style defense which I can get over with because you got a you got a superstar back there so those are some of the criteria that I use when I'm thinking about my power rankings obviously I'm not using sometimes stats come into play but right now there are no stats because the season's over all I have is to go off of what happened last year all right moving on number five I got the Buffalo Bills quarterback really not a question the only question about him is where 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 is he at now is he going to take that continue to take steps to being better, you know, kind of, uh, wasn't, wasn't a bad year for Josh Allen, but it wasn't like, like it, 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 it definitely knocked him down. You'll see in my rankings later on when I do the top 10 quarterbacks, but to his credit, they rely so much on this guy, man. It's ridiculous how much they rely on him. Um, he, he's, he's basically Lamar Jackson, but for Buffalo. Okay. Um, so 
but they're still a good team. Sean McDermott has done a great job there. That's a good organization. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're always like a piece away from, from, from getting there. You know, they were in the AFC conference championship game, not that long ago. Um, you know, they had a bad loss to the Buffalo Bills, excuse me, to the Cincinnati Bengals um, this last past uh, playoff, but still a formidable team, right? One of the top teams in the AFC without a doubt. So I got them at number five. All right. So to answer the question about uh, Patrick Brownhouse, so this is what he wrote. He said, Dolphins are a reach at six. The obvious elephant in the room is Tua. Can he stay healthy for a full season? That's the only concern with their ranking. This is a make or break year in contract talks. Obviously, yes, I, I, I agree. But let's just put aside the health concerns right now a little bit just for Tua. If, if today, let's just say the season started today, this team is one of what, number three or fourth in offensive efficiency. Um, they're only going to get better. You know, their draft was a, eh, it was, it was a, it was a mid draft. Um, I still like them. Um, even if Teddy Bridgewater has to come in, Skylar Thompson, I mean, look, they pushed the bills to the mid, to the limit. Um, I like them. Could it be a reach? Yeah. But I, I love their offensive firepower so much because they have a lot of it, man. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a track meet when you look at their roster offensively, could they easily be sl sl slide? Yeah, they could be. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe I had them too a little bit too high, uh, but I do want to give them credit. You know, Tua is the biggest concern for sure. He is the biggest concern because with he he's arguably a really he's a top ten quarterback. But the health concerns for me um, is a bit of an issue, of course. But maybe I'm giving him a little bit of high praise here at, at number six. Um, but I do like their coaching. I, I like the organization overall, <laughs> and they're in a division where. It's it's out in the open. I mean, maybe they take the next steps to challenging the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, I don't have the Jets on here uh, because they, you know, they kind of floundered at the end of the year. Uh, but maybe that'll change as, you know, the season starts. We'll see in the next couple months. So, yeah, th those are my reasons for the Dolphins. I mean, yeah, maybe I gave them a little bit too much love, but uh, I don't want to be a fanboy and just have the Cowboys at number one because that would not be objective. So, you know, so, <laughs> um, but, you know, therefore, there it is. All right. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars staying in the state of Florida. I like them. Trevor Lawrence, young quarterback. Doug Peterson did a great job coming in there, and they made the playoffs um, in his first season there, right? If I, is this, yeah, this was his first season or second season. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but still, you know, they, they you know, that game against the Chiefs in the playoffs, you know, eh, was it ever in doubt for the Chiefs? Uh, I don't know. But you know what? I saw a lot of young promise out of the young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Um, and what you need in this National Football League is a quarterback, and they got a young one. And I think the sky's the limit for him moving forward. If Dunk Peterson can continue to add some more pieces, um, which they've done in the offseason, they've done a great job. You know, their defense is getting better. Um, you know, Jonathan Allen, is, I believe, is in his contract year uh, the, of the, the the defensive end that they have there. Uh, but they, you know, they had, they drafted another guy. And uh, we'll the guy, Walker, I think his name was. Uh, so defense should be good. Division, winnable. For sure, you know, you're going to be competing with Indianapolis, who's kind of rebuilding uh, Tennessee, also kind of like in a rebuild uh, and the Texans also in a rebuild. So no reason why this team should not win their division straight up. Uh, but again, we got a long road ahead of us <laughs> uh, before we could even think about that. Right? You know, because. We got to see the schedule. So when the schedule comes out, we'll see who they got. Like We have an idea who they're going to be playing. We just don't know when and where on the dates and things of that nature. So we'll see. On at number eight, I got my Dak Cowboys uh, at number eight. A lot of questions still. I think you know Dak had a terrible season, 
you know, for the most part, missed a couple good four games uh, due to a hand injury or finger injury. Um, thumb, I think it was to be exact, made the playoffs, had a great showing against Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, in the wild card. And, um, and then I don't know what happened to the offense against the Niners. Now the, the Niners off defense is good. Right. But Dak, you know, didn't do what he needed to do. The defense delivered against the Niners, um, holding them to like, like 19 points, something crazy like that. Uh, and we couldn't even manage to what, what we only got like one touchdown in that game. Uh, so, you know, he's the biggest question mark now, hope, you know, they went and they got some more help on defense in the draft. Now they did add some pieces, uh, via off season. You know, you got the, um, Stephon Gilmore, you know, trade for the Colts, you know, pair him up with Trayvon Diggs and the guys like Brandon Cooks, a wide receiver. And that's pretty much it. Um, you know, they've drafted some other guys, signed some un un unrestricted free agents through the draft or after the draft. Um, did not really address the offensive line. Uh, you know, Connor McGovern is gone. He's a Buffalo Bill now. So there's still a gaping hole on the right side or left side of the, uh, of the line um, on the guard side. So which to me is going to be a problem because how do you affect the quarterback pressure up the middle and you got to have good guys there. So they probably feel like they got guys that they could maybe rotate in there, but I thought there were two good ones in the draft. You know, they decided on Mozzie Smith who they felt was a bigger need for them at this point in time. So to stop the run, to stop the run. So to help their defense. So I don't know, we'll see, but the, the, the question remains, um, how Dak will take, how far Dak can take this team at the end of the day. No more Zeke. Tony Parr is going to be coming off a, of a, an injury. Um, we'll see how, how he handles that. You know, they drafted a, a six-round guy, Deuce Vaughn, a 5'5", five, five, 100 and something pounds. We'll see, man. There's a lot of questions surrounding this team. They have the talent. On paper, this is one of the most talented teams, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, I don't I don't think they did enough, man. I really don't think. If you, if you were to do, you know, you stack them up against, you know, the Bengals right now, or even the, the Chiefs offensively, I mean, maybe the Chiefs, but 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 the, the thing with the Chiefs comparing them to the uh, Dallas is they got Patrick Mahomes, so they'll be formidable. They'll be formidable. Mike McCarthy's calling the plays now, not uh, Kellen Moore. You know, we'll see. And, and speaking of Kellen Moore, that's my next segue into the number nine team, the LA Chargers. You know, Justin Herbert now is going into what his fourth, fifth, almost fifth season, if I'm not mistaken, now, um, and. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's been steady. He's He's been steady. My only problem with the Chargers is their head coach. Brandon Staley's an idiot. He's an idiot. And I think a lot of times he gets in the way of this team's success or the Chargers are just cursed, period. <laughs> they're just cursed. Um, but, you know, I, I, I like their roster. You know, their, their defense is getting a little older, you know, a little more injury you know, riddled. You know, Joey Bosa seems like he's always hurt down the end of the year. Um, they, they added Khalil Mack, but, you know, how much more longer can he perform at a high level? I think I believe he missed some time. You know, on the offensive side, Keenan Allen, he's in and out of the lineup as well. They, they, they added a wide receiver out of TCU, Quinton Johnston, or Johnson, excuse me. Um, who's kind of like Mike Williams. 
So surprised that they added him instead of going and getting like a true slot guy, like a Jordan Addison, somebody like that. It is what it is. Um, but in a tough division, man, you got the Chiefs, the Broncos, I think are going to be better. The Raiders are always going to be kind of pushing a little bit. We'll see how that goes with them. You know, they're not a top team, but in the division, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty solid. They'll beat the Chargers at home, you know, but then go on to the road to L.A. and lose to the Chargers or something, vice versa, something like that. But still, this team has a lot of weaponry, a lot of talent. Uh, it's just the coaching. It's just the coaching. So uh, we'll see. And then finally, the Detroit Lions get some love here on NFL Sunday Wake Up. Um, they've done a lot in the offseason. The way they finished the year last year was – was was stellar they had a stellar way to, to finish um they, they knocked out the packers and what was essentially like a play-in game for the packers beat them on the road uh, a place where the lions don't win a lot is in lambo and they beat aaron Rodgers in his final game there as a packer um and defensively this team is her is horrendous offensively one of the better teams uh jared goff is, is steady at quarterback uh, i like what i like what he's doing there you know, you know, and they, and they, they got a complimentary uh, wide receiver room. You know, Amon St. Brown, Jameson Williams, who's going to miss six games, unfortunately, now. Um, but they added some other guys like DJ Chark. Um, and then they drafted Sam Laporta uh, in this year's draft from Iowa. So, you know, Dan Campbell, you know, I, I was kind of I'm not I'm not going to I'm not willing to say he's a he's a, a, a what you call it, a um, a scholar or a guy. What do you call it? Like a. Um, a master of offense or just a master head coach. He's a motivating head coach. And I didn't think it was going to work there. So far, it looks like it's working. They're changing the culture there. We'll see because now they're on people's radars now. They're on people's radars. And now it's different when you're under the radar. You can just kind of work methodically, do your thing. But a lot of people, a lot of people are going to be looking at the Detroit Lions. And the division, again, that's winnable, right? Packers, new quarterback, right? Young quarterback. Vikings, you know, it's hard to say with them what they're going to be doing. The Bears, I'm not sold on Justin Fields, honestly. I know they added, you know, DJ Moore, uh, and, they, you know, they had, you know, you got Mooney there, you got Claypool there. I just don't, it's something about him I just don't feel confident about. But the Lions will be right in the middle of that uh, divisional uh, race there. So those are my top 10 teams. Love them, like them, or leave it. It is what it is. You come up with your own and let me see and I'll critique it myself and we'll see we'll go from there. So <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we did have some comments. Patrick Brown said the Jags um, will have a first place schedule, obviously, right, because they made the playoffs. So they'll they'll play Kansas City, Cincinnati and Buffalo, um, you know, and I think that, that it's going to boil down to just making less mistakes. The team when they play these teams, can they minimize mistakes? Because these teams, those teams, Buffalo, I think they can definitely get Buffalo because Buffalo's constantly making mistakes. But Kansas City and Cincinnati, those are button-up teams. And Mahomes and Burrow, they usually don't make mistakes. I can see Josh Allen throwing a pick somewhere, um, and, and they can win that game. It just depends. Is it on the road? Do they got to go? Or are they playing at home? I can't wait for the schedule drop to come out. That's going to be exciting. Um, and then he, he said, thoughts on Micah Parsons switching to edge rusher? You know, he's kind of like a T.J. Watt now. He's adding some more weight. It, it, it to me, it because I think this is where they were going with him anyway. Honestly, you know, he's 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 a, an elite pass rusher. That's why he's putting on the weight. He's trying to get stronger so he can hold up throughout this season, which obviously he couldn't do last year because he was just too small. So my thoughts is that yeah, hell yeah. I mean, if we can get after the quarterback, because we don't really have another guy that can do that. Demarcus Lawrence is not the edge rusher he used to be. Now he's better in the run. Now that he's getting he's getting older. Um, but if we can get after that quarterback, 
but teams teams were were you know you know they, the other the only other pass rusher we have is from the inside which is probably uh Ziggy uh Odigizua uh and he's a he's an interior guy you know maybe Dorrance Armstrong maybe comes to mind but we don't have another edge rusher that can get after it like that so if you make him primarily an edge rusher then so be it now, you know, but we're hoping that guys that they've drafted in years past or the overshown, the kid that they drafted out of Texas, maybe can come on and play a little bit outside of linebacker uh, with LVE. You know, maybe it'll work out and we'll see how Dan Quinn uh, draws it up. And then uh, Patrick also follows up and says uh, for Detroit to sweep the Packers in 2022, that was icing on the cake. Yeah, they started one and seven and they finished eight and two in the second half. So, you know, th- they're going to be a, they're going to be a team that a lot of people are going to be eyeing for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, can they handle that? That's the problem. Will they be able to handle that? So we'll just have to wait and see. All right. Moving on to the next segment. Um, today, I wanted to do something called Start, Bench, or Cut. You've probably seen this on social media plenty of times. Uh, but I want to do it here on NFL Sunday Wake Up. And today, we're going to be talking about a couple of running backs. Uh, so today, we're going to be talking about these three guys. Derrick Henry. Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, and no particular order. Um, who would you start, bench, or cut? Now, before I get into it, I'm going to read you some stats. And I'm not going to say the name of the person or anything. like. Obviously, I know the name. Uh, but Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Contestant number one rushed. He had 349 attempts. He rushed for 1,538 yards, and his average per carry was 4.4 yards a carry. He had 13 touchdowns. Okay, that's that's contestant number one. And in the comments, you can guess who maybe that might be just by putting some things together. The second guy, uh, he had 295 attempts. He rushed for 1,312 yards, had also had an average yards per carry of 4.4, and he had 10 touchdowns this past season. And the final contestant here on start, bench, or cut, uh, he had 302 t- attempts, 1,525 yards, he averaged five yards a carry and had 12 touchdowns. So I don't know, maybe you, maybe you guys, I'll give you guys uh, some time to think about that as I continue to talk. So these are three top guys for sure. I think arguably maybe you, and, and there were some other guys that I, you know, I, I wanted to mix it up a little bit because to me, these guys are very close in stats, stats wise, just a couple different nuances for some of these guys, some of them older some of them maybe you know they're they're past their prime some of the guys are coming into their prime so when i started thinking who would i take who would i start bench and cut so no one's answered in the comment section yet <laughs> uh, but either way this is who i would start i would go with nick chubb right um doesn't have the injuries kind of like the other two guys have before um a little i i think he nick chubb is what he's 27 years old so he's he's in the middle of derrick henry and saquon barkley so he's at a good age uh he's probably if not at his peak he's getting to his peak 
Um, and so I feel like it's going to be almost time for, for them to move off of him because obviously he's going to want a big contract. But for the sake of this argument for today, I would definitely start uh, Nick Chubb. The next guy, who would I bench? I would bench Saquon. So therefore, I'm keeping him on the team, but I'm benching him. Saquon is 26, did have a really good comeback season last year. Um, no major injuries. I don't think, I don't think he had, I don't think he got hurt like that last year. Maybe if he did, it was like one or two games, but it wasn't like the whole year where he's been gone down, um, gone for quite some time. So I'm going to go with Saquon, uh, to, to, to bench. And then honestly to cut, I got to go with Derek Henry. Um, and you know, and here are the obvious reasons. Number one, he's older. He's 29. He's been injury plagued. He's got a lot of wear and tear. Okay. Um, a lot of wear and tear and, and, and honestly, it's time to move off from him. Honestly, if you're, if I was starting a team, I'm not, I'm not considering I'm, I'm my GM of the Titans. I'm just saying for me, if I had to start an organization, who would I start bench or cut? I'd have to cut Derek Henry, even though I, I feel like he does have some, some tread on the tire still, but he's the older out of all of them. He takes the most pounding than all of these guys. Um, and I feel like he, he's past his prime. He's on the downturn. He's 29. You know, when they hit that 30 year old range, most running backs hit that wall. So therefore I have to, you know, cut him. So there you have it. Start bench or cut. Uh, we got some comments here. CJ smooth. He's like, I would start Derek Henry. But then he came back and said, ah, you're right. See, hope you gain some knowledge there, my brother. Uh, and then me and Patrick were kind of, we were on the same one. So Chubb, Barkley and Henry. So I'll keep doing this every week. I'll mix it up. Maybe add some other receiver running backs, maybe do some wide receivers, quarterbacks. Let me know what you guys want to see next. But, you know, it's it's a conversation starter because the reason why I pick these guys is because they're 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 all they're all close. If you look at the stats, you know, that's why I, I read the stats in the beginning, because you look at it, you're like, oh, wow, like they all average around the same amount of yards per carry with the exception of Nick Chubb. You know, he had a little bit more um, touchdown ratio, pretty much all close. It just boils down to the age. The age and you know the injuries. So Nick Chubb does has not had a significant um, injury, unlike Saquon and, and Derek, you know, which he well, God bless him. You know the other two guys have missed a lot of games, a lot of games. So that's where we're at. So I hope you guys like that one because um, it was pretty fun. I like I like looking at the stats. I'm I like stats. Don't get me wrong, but to look at it from that perspective, you know, to see how close they were, it's pretty remarkable. So it's hard to determine. Um, who would you start bench or cut? And that's why I like doing this segment. I'm going to continue to keep doing that. So let me know what you guys think about that in the comment section. All right, <laughs> moving along. Top 10 NFL quarterbacks right now, today. We're not talking about, oh, well, they've done this for five, six years. And, it, you know, the season ended. And number 10 is kind of catch a lot of flack. But I got some some rationale behind that because there were other there were two other guys that I thought couldn't probably make crack the top 10. But I'll break that down. So really quick, Patrick Mahomes, that's a no-brainer. I don't even have to, to, to even to, to like even go into that. I mean, let's just be real. The guy, you know, 41 touchdowns last year, 67.1% completion uh percentage, and he over he threw for over 5,200 yards. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm N1 Super Bowl. And literally put DM on his back in Super Bowl. All right. The next guy I got, Joe Burrow. Uh, 68% completion rate, which is really nice. 35 uh, touchdowns um, and threw for 4,400, over 4,400 uh, yards. And, and I love what he's doing there. Um, I love what he's doing there. Uh, number three, Jalen Hurts just got the money. He missed, he did miss some games uh, due to some injury, um, but still had a, a remarkable season. You know, 22 touchdowns. His completion rate is 66%, you know, close to six, 67 but and he threw for over 300, uh, 3,007 uh, yards, 3,700 yards. So really good year for him, and it should get better. Hopefully the money don't change him as far as on the field, not as a person. I don't know him personally, but on the field, is he going to want to start forcing the ball to prove that he's worth that contract? So we'll wait and see. Josh Allen comes in at number four. Uh, completion rate went down. He's at 63%. Touchdowns 35. Uh, inter- interceptions 14. 14. Um, and it, look, I can live with interceptions. It's just that his interceptions are pretty bad, man. Like red zone. And I didn't pull up the stat on that, but I, I've seen it with my own eyes, man. He has the most inopportune interceptions. <laughs> so that's my thing, but still a good quarterback. And they rely heavily on him. Uh, my fifth quarterback, I got Justin Herbert, um, a stud 68% completion rate. Uh, he's got 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Uh, and he's not coached very well. Brandon Staley's an idiot, and he's still getting it done. <laughs> and he threw for 4,739 yards last season. All right. Trevor Lawrence, another young guy, 25 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Uh, completion rate completion rate is 66.3%. Um, he threw for over 4,000 yards, close to well, just over 4,100 yards. And I like I like where he's his trajectory is going. He can easily be moving up in the top five, probably replacing a guy like a Josh Allen, somebody like that. Uh, moving forward for sure all right two up now i know he's got the injury but when you look at the stats you peel that back had a pretty good year even though he missed a couple games uh due to concussion 64.8 percent completion rate 25 touchdowns um eight interceptions um and he threw for 3500 yards you know and it could have been more obviously if he didn't get hurt you know he put together a couple games where it was like three four hundred yard a game you know not bad um, so, you know, I really like where two is going. And then Jared Goff at number eight, very steady, you know, look, Jared Goff doesn't get a lot of love because he's not flashy. He's not mobile. Like maybe some of the other guys on this list, but he, he led the Rams to a Super Bowl, at least an appearance, right? Obviously they didn't get it done. Uh, but you know, he went to Detroit. The offense is still good there. And, you know, I, I thought he, you know, he's still a good quarterback. You know, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind him being on the Detroit Lions. And as a Detroit Lion, obviously he's not, maybe he won't win you the big game, but he's going to be a steady force there until maybe they can develop Hendon Hooker or maybe they have to go back in the draft next year and get somebody else. But Jared Goff is still a guy. All right. He's at least one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the National Football League for sure. All right. And then at number nine, or excuse me, at, um, yeah, number nine, um, we got, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, he was the number, he was at number, yeah, number nine. I'm tripping. Geno Smith. <laughs> Geno Smith, really good year. Geno Smith had been in the league for quite some time. This was his best year by far. He's on the right team for him, right? Um, you look at his stats. He had 30 touchdowns, 69.8% completion rate. That's really good, man. That's really good. He's up there with Joe Burrow, 
Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's averaging what three, seven, seven, close to seven and a half uh, yards per 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 pass. Um, and he threw for four thousand two hundred eighty-two yards. Man, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good when they run the football out there in uh, in Seattle. So I like him. And then finally, the last guy. <clears throat> a lot of people are going to get on me for this, and they're going to say, "Oh my God, you got Dak Prescott." At number 10, you're such a homer, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And, and, and when I was making this list, I thought about that. Look, I try to be very aware of that, the, fa the fact that I'm proud to be a Cowboys fan. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm a Cowboys fan. But when you do a show that's dedicated to the, all of the NFL, I don't want to look like a fanboy. Because if that's the case, I could just easily start a, a Cowboys fan page and just be a fanboy on there. Not, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not, not, not to say that all people that start their fan pages are fanboy, but I like to be honest. I like to be honest. So when I was making this list, there was two other guys that I thought about, Lamar Jackson and A-Rod, okay, Aaron Rodgers. Now, Lamar missed quite some time, obviously, you know, towards the end of the season. So kind of discredited him a little bit just because of the injuries per se. And then, and then Aaron Rodgers was the other guy. So then what I ended up doing, but before I get into the comparison, so Dak last year, in, in, in one of his worst years, if not the worst year that he had, um, he put together 23 touchdowns. His completion rate was 66.2%. His average uh, pass yardage was 7.3. And he only threw for uh, 2,860 yards. Why? Because he he missed, what, four weeks, uh, four, yeah, three or four weeks in the year um, and just was never really able to pick it back up. So terrible season for him. And then when I looked at Aaron Rodgers' season from last year, 26 um, touchdowns, 12 interceptions, completion rate was 64.6, average yards per completion 6.8, and obviously he threw 3,695 yards because he, you know, he had more games. He played in more games. That's just that's just the fact. Lamar Jackson, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions, completion rate was 62.3, and he threw for 2,242 yards. So because he missed some time. So what I what <laughs> the edge for me was this. Dak had a better year as far as you know completion rate than Aaron Rodgers. So that put me up a little bit more. But then I started looking at further into their situation. So I went back, right? Overall, I went to their careers, right? So career-wise, Dak has played in 88 games, obviously. His passer rate is 97.8%. Completion is 66.6. .6. Now, the touchdowns and interceptions, obviously, that he's going to have, you know, less than Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers has been playing a lot longer. But he had 166 touchdowns. He's, he's thrown, excuse me, 38 interceptions his whole career and just over 1,600 pass attempts. Lamar Jackson in 74 games as a starter. 96.7 passer rating. 63.7 completion rate. So, Three points lower than Dak Prescott, right? And this, you know, and I'm going to bring that up here later on. <laughs> uh, touchdowns, 101 touchdowns, right? Obviously, that's a lot of touchdowns. 65 interceptions as a starter career-wise, right? All right. Uh, and then Aaron Rodgers. He's played over 200 some games. Passer rating is going to be higher, 103.6. He's, I mean, arguably one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. Completion rate, 65.3. Touchdowns, 475. Interceptions, 105. So those are the stats. Those are the stats. And, and, and the reason why I chose Dak, um, it was close. Because it, to me, it was close between him and Aaron Rodgers. 
Um, Dak to me just had a really, really bad season, flat out. Um, and 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 Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great year too, as well. But I feel like to me, just the slight edge, just the completion rate was was big enough for me. Um, Aaron Rodgers played a full year, and we've seen Dak perform. When the the biggest problem with Dak is is he inconsistent. So if I get a lot of hate for this, so be it. Um, it is what it is. Most people won't even listen to this whole segment um, because when you when you provide the stats to it, they're they're you know those guys you know last year they weren't all that different. Only the exception that they missed time with Lamar Jackson and and that A Rod didn't really miss any time or he didn't miss any starts, right? And he still didn't run away. So that's part of the reason why too I put Dak in there at number ten. But it, I mean, look, you can put you can put Aaron Rodgers in here. I don't think Lamar really deserves to be in the top ten right now. Maybe. When the season starts, yeah, for sure. I, I'll definitely be more than happy to come on here and see what happens. So we'll have to wait and see. <clears throat> All right, Patrick, he says uh, Mahomes didn't have a number one what, number one wide receiver. Still got you right. He did not have a number one wide receiver. <laughs> he had Juju Smith-Schuster he was throwing to, right? <laughs> you know, Mr. TikTok. Uh, Burrow played with Jamar Chase and still went throw for throw with Mahomes. You can't go, you can't go with either guy. Can't go wrong. Uh, says Josh Allen flamed out after the big game in Kansas City. After that, it was it was little to be desired with the shaky defenses. He his elbow injury hampered, and it was obvious in the divisional game. Yep, no, I I agree. And to correct the same, he said you can't go wrong with either guy. Absolutely. I, honestly, to me, it's it's one and two. After that, everybody else can kind of be mixed in there. All right after Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts probably is the next guy in line. But I got to see him do it again this year. Hopefully he can get it through the season with no injuries. If he can replicate what he's done last year, then then I'll be like, you know what? He's up there. But he last year was his best year by far, for sure. And he's gotten better each year. So we'll have to wait and see. All right. That's all I got, man. But before we get out of here, uh, I said, like I said, I wanted to um, do a little quick segment on wake up. Wake up. So. Today, I want to talk about Lamar Jackson. So he he gets a lot of pub on social media. And I get a lot of hate because of my comments on him. So I'm looking to the camera. And I want to say this to everyone. Listen, I'm happy that Lamar Jackson got paid. I have no problem with him getting the money that he got. It is what it is. If the Baltimore Ravens want to pay him that money, it's at their discretion. Okay. But what I don't like is when people come after me or anybody else that talks any type of negative negativity about Lamar Jackson and they always want to bring up the race card uh and to me it has nothing to do with race at least for me maybe there's other people out there that 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 work that way I I I for sure do not work in that fashion my concerns with Lamar Jackson and people need to wake up on this okay he's a good quarterback okay most people think he's elite I just read you his career stats he's not that far off from Dak Prescott to be honest with you the only difference is that he's got an NFL MVP and why did he win that MVP? It's debatable. Probably because he ran. How many touchdowns did he rush for? Go back and look that up. Okay. So it's, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with a black man being paid because there's other black quarterbacks that have been paid and I ain't got no problem with it. Okay. The problem is, is that the guy is always hurt. And if you don't play, that's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. So when people need to wake up on it, now I know this country, a lot of things are racial racially generated okay but when it comes to sports for me per se it has nothing to do with race for me so when i get people coming in my comments and saying oh you're a hater and this and that and then when i school people 
on some of the, th the things that maybe they happen to overlook because they're so blind by trying to comment on me or anyone else, they shut up quickly, right? Really fast. Because that's all you need to do is prove people that, listen, my job here is not to, to, to show you that I'm right or that you're wrong. My job for this show or this whole premise of what I do is just to bring insight. What you do with the information is up to you. If you still think Lamar Jackson is the number one quarterback in the league, then so be it. That's your thought. That's your opinion. But there are facts. The fact is that he's hurt a lot. The fact of the matter is he kind of comes a little bit unhinged when he sees a little adversity. Okay. We've seen that with his offseason posts, just in general. Okay. So it has nothing to do with him being a black man getting paid. I want to see quarterback. Listen, when you look at the draft, the top quarterbacks were primarily, well, shit, out of all of them, with the exception of Will Levis, right? We're all black. <laughs> so this is good for the National Football League. We're seeing more and more African-American quarterbacks take on starting roles, which we've never seen. Patrick Mahomes, he's half white, half black, right? Oh, but people don't claim him as black. Why? Because he's half white. Who cares? He still has African-American in him, okay? So it doesn't matter, man. When I look at these guys, I don't look at them if they're white, black, Asian, Mexican. It don't matter. I look at them as a quarterback. Can they play the position? And when I look at Lamar Jackson, the fact of the matter is he's what? Two and four in his playoffs, right? I think so, right? His pass rating isn't that great, much more compared to the bottom guys in the top 10 that I just had, right? So like I said in my post, I don't care about his regular season anymore. If you're going to get that money, you're going to get a lot of responsibility that comes with getting paid and you're going to have to win. Anything less, for me, some people want to see him in, in the Super Bowl, but anything less than an AFC Conference Championship game for me and Lamar Jackson is a failure because the money that he's being paid, it's not worth it. it it's, it's simple return on investment. You're paying someone a, a certain amount of money, you expect a certain amount of results. Oh, that got paid, yeah. And I'll give it to Dak too. He sucked last year. <laughs> and, he's, and he's getting paid a lot of money too, right? So... As I'm always saying, guys that get paid and the next guy that gets paid, whether it's Justin Herbert, whether it's Joe Burrow, any of these guys, right? They're all going to get paid at some point. So no one, I'm not mad about that. But at the end of the day, when you start taking jabs at people's credibility in regards to, well, he's a brother, so you mad at him. Look, I'm not here for that. I'm really not here for that. I'm here just to run a football show. It has nothing to do with race, anything like that. So if you have an issue, fine, you can comment on it. It is what it is. And I may or may not respond depending on how, 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 you know, I feel on that day, right? Because sometimes I got time for it and sometimes I don't have time for it. But if you come to me, you better come correct because you can't just say inflammatory comments and then run behind your comments. Because when I come for you, I'm going to come with facts. I'm going to come with information and knowledge about the situation. <clears throat> so America, everybody else, wake the hell up, okay? So that's all I got. <laughs> but this is something I'm going to try to do every week because people need to be informed at the end of the day. So again, to reiterate, I'm not hating on Lamar Jackson because he's black. I'm hating on him. Well, not even hate. I'm just providing information because the guy is always hurt. And he got his money. Good for him. Good for his family. It, it's going to change their, their wealth for the next, for the foreseeable future. So, so congrats to him. He did what he needed to do. But you better put up or it's time to shut up. And Baltimore Ravens fans, you guys, I know that you guys are happy that you got your quarterback. But will he be healthy at the end of the day? So that's my only concern. All right. Good show. Appreciate you guys being in the comments section, man. It was a great one. Be on the lookout for my content that's coming out on Instagram, social media, you know, TikTok, vice versa. 
Uh, probably going to work on some other YouTube videos here down here in the, in the, in the future, but uh, I love doing this, man. This is, this was, this was good. This was fun today. Hope you guys enjoy, um, you know, whatever it is that you got going on. <laughs> uh, no, but I got to go, man. I got things to do. It's Sunday morning. Uh, it's probably Sunday afternoon for the rest of you guys on the East Coast, but I appreciate you guys. Like I always say, make sure you catch my show next week, Sunday, live right here on YouTube. Same spot, man. You don't want to miss out. We'll see what we got cooking there. So other than that, man, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Until next time, this is Clutch Sports Talk with me, Ryan Flowers, NFL Sunday Wake Up. Never settle until the work is done. Let's go. Peace out, guys. Get the merch. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever.